0: This is Aaliyah S. King. Hey, what's up? This is Aaliyah, and you are listening to episode two of Writing Practice. It's a full year from the last episode, which was also the first. And it kind of makes sense because we're all living in a new normal now. And this episode takes place during my very first week of being quarantined due to the COVID-19 coronavirus, which I still am as I speak to you today. So this episode was about this new normal that we all have. I've been working from home for 21 years, but a lot of my listeners on Facebook and here have not been. And... I give you a lot of tips on what I'm doing to stay sane and how you don't have to ramp up your creativity just because we're all inside. You can still just maintain your sanity. Also, as with all these episodes, there's a lot of talk about beauty stuff there. It's very easy for me to get distracted to talking about my nails, my color pop, my hair. It's important. Writers are not just robots, we're people. So we like to look a certain way. So you get tips on beauty, you get thoughts on writing from home, And my favorite topic in the world, how to find the perfect planner. Enjoy writing breakfast with Aaliyah S.K. Doing my first Facebook Live in a very long time from my home, and it feels kind of weird. This is where it started. Last year, I started doing Facebook Lives semi-regularly. I was in a different apartment, but... uh, I just listened to that episode yesterday, and two things I noticed. One, if I must say so myself, there were some serious gems and bars for a full 60 minutes. Ooh, I got two crazy. Like, I couldn't even believe it. I was testifying to my own self. And some of the things that I was saying to all of you um, are things I needed to hear. So I was getting advice from my own self. It was pretty creepy. It was like looking at a journal. Also, I want to give a shout out to Molly. He's here, but sort of not here. But I'm just realizing that I don't think I would have continued doing Facebook lives if he had not become a part of the process. Um, I don't know how I did it. Like 60 minutes of straight talking. I didn't even take a breath to breathe. Like it was just like a lecture. It was really like a college class, and I'm a lot more calm now. I think I'm still as helpful, but you know, having him in the studio and having someone to bounce things off of and actually talk or even even if he's not talking at all, just l- someone look at and someone to give you a head nod like you're doing okay, like he's doing right now. Um, it's super helpful, so those two things are something that I noticed. It's been almost a year since I started trying to do this a little bit more often. Um, I'm a little bit kerfuffled um, because I'm home and not in my office. And I miss my office so much. And work is her office and home is her home. So this feels a little bit different. Um, Also, there are kids here. And usually, you know, in the past, that was just the way it went. And I'm not used to that now. So I have to kind of. Recalibrate, I think is the word I want to use. N- Ghana, we are not calling coronavirus cocoa. That is just too sweet and warm and cute to call this deadly virus. I'm not calling cocoa. The rona for the win. Sure. Coco? No. Um, I'm really interested to see what all of this means for people who don't work from home. Deontay? I don't know why you're trying to, no, 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 she gets the noisiest smack ever. A lot of threes and fours. A lot of threes and fours, okay. Um, so then I'll start with three and we'll move our way to four and if we have time we'll go back to one and two, unless like where there's really no ones and twos at all. Uh... Couple twos, okay. Our office is still oh, open, word. with they gift option. Okay. Um, let's start with four, three, four, uh, three. Tips working from home. Got it. Okay, I wrote that down without thinking about what my tips would actually be. Um, a little background. Uh, can you just sit down somewhere? That's right. The six-year-old is sitting down somewhere. I don't I hear anything me. from him, but I hear I everything you. from... Ah, Lauren is a pharmacy tech. Lauren, thank you. Because um, you don't really have an option. You cannot help make the meds from home. So, And I need you, Lauren. I need my pharmacy techs to be at work. So I appreciate you. Um, hey, Rita. Rita's on. Rita and I go back. Like babies with pacifiers. What song is that from, Molly? Sorry. Um, I'm going to tell you the story, which I probably have said in the past year. Um, you know what? I can't tell this Aretha story because I don't know if Aretha wants me to share this story. I have some good Aretha stories, but I- I'll save those. I'll clear them there's, with her. number four. I'll clear. Them, I'll clear them with her first, um, and then I'll see if I can tell them. But. Mm, Aretha taught me some things. You know how when you're, uh, let's say you're 20 and you have a friend who's 22 or 23, there's a lifetime between y'all. That 23-year-old gonna show you some grown, grown folks business. Um, so, you know, when you're 30 and 33, y'all are all doing the same grown folks stuff. But when I was 20 and Aretha was 22, I just had to buckle up and learn some things. Things I still put into practice, by the way, in my grown-ups life. Um, Okay, tips for working from home. Let me give you some background. I, uh, my first, my last office job, like in-office job, was at the Source Magazine. I left there in 2000, late 2000, early 2001, something like that. Um, I was tired, and if you read my story, the legend of the Biggie Belt on level.medium.com. You'll get all the backstory you need on how I got to the source and why I left. Um, My then boyfriend, I told him I was, I just couldn't take it. I was exhausted. He also worked at the source and I didn't know what to do. Um, I couldn't just go back to get another job somewhere else. I was at the top of the food chain. So where was I going? And he said, what do you want to do? I still use this method with myself today. No filter, Don't try to overthink it. What do you want? Not what can you get? What do you want? And I said, I want to be a full-time freelancer. But that was just impossible. Like, who's going to do that? How do you know you're going to have enough money month to month to keep the lights on? So he said, stop going forward. If that's what you want, go get that. Then worry about the other stuff. And I was petrified. I remember doing my bills and, and realizing that I needed $1,500 a month to make it. Wasn't that cute? My rent was like $300 because I had like 18 roommates, um, no real bills. I needed $1,500 a month. That felt ext- you know, astronomical to me. Like, how am I going to do that? So I went to my boss. Well, before I went to my boss, I decided, okay, I think this is what I want to do. But a few weeks went by and I was still so afraid to do anything about it. And then one night, I woke up in the middle of the night with a pounding migraine on one side of my head. I had never suffered from migraines or headaches ever in my life. Pounding. It woke me up out of my sleep. And I had been in the middle of reading a book by Stephen King. I don't remember which book it was, but the... But the person in the book described his headache as being the horseman, like the 12 horsemen. And he couldn't even talk. It hurt so bad. So it felt to me like the horseman. The way he described it in that book is what was happening in my head. Now, I'm 23, 24 years old. I'm young. I'm healthy. And I said to him, I'm dying. I got a brain tumor. I have brain cancer. I don't know what is going on, but I know I'm dying. So just go ahead and check me out. Do all the tests to find out EKG and MRIs and whatever you're going to do. And I remember this doctor just sat there in his chair and said, don't have a brain tumor. He hadn't touched me yet. He didn't say anything yet. He didn't do any tests. And he said, you don't have a brain tumor and you don't have brain cancer. And I'm like, but every night. And he said, tell me about yourself. What do you do? I said, I'm a writer. And he said, "Okay, where do you work? I said, I work at a magazine called The Source. He said, I'm familiar. Um, What's going on at work? And I said, well, actually I'm trying to figure out how to quit because I'm done and I'm tired and I'm just really stressed out. And he said, well, what do you mean you're trying to quit? What's going on? And I said, I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna be able to make enough money as a freelancer and live. Freelancing is hard to do and it's hard to get on and it's hard to stay on. And he said, I see. He said, that's what's wrong. That's what's causing your migraines. You need to quit, figure out what you're gonna do. Headaches are gonna go away. They're not gonna come back. This is a money headache. Young people have these all the time. You are perfectly fine and perfectly healthy. Quit your job, figure out what you're gonna do. Come see me in 30 days. You won't have any headaches, I promise you. And I thought, this man knows nothing. I'm gonna go out into the world and have an aneurysm. Except I didn't. The next day I quit my job. And before I could even start to freak out about what I was gonna do, my boss, Carlito Rodriguez said, I'm not sending you out into the world, not prepared. I'll pay you $1,500 a month to write for us until you get on your feet, maybe a year or two, and then you can start freelancing full time. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Carlito Rodriguez did put $1,500 in my pocket. Now I worked. He had me writing all the things, all the stories I wrote. I would have been making $5,000 a month as a freelancer, but it was guaranteed. It was $1,500 a month I could depend on to pay my rents, pay my bills. So 20 years later, I'm still a full-time freelancer, but believe me, I don't know if I would be, quite frankly, were it not for the push that Carlito gave me 20 years ago. I probably would have got here at some point, but that was the key. So my work from home started in January of 2001 with one single contract from the source and prayers that I would be able to write for everyone else. One thing I asked him at that time, is this an exclusive contract? Can I write for Vibe? Can I write for Double XL? Can I write for Blaze? Can I write for this one? Can I write for that one? He's like, for now, it's exclusive. We'll talk about it over time. You can build out and start to write for other people. But right now, it's exclusive. Um, So I had some little tiny outlets I could write for at that time. I started out making $2,000 a month. That's it. The bills got more. That money did not change. Anyway, um, that's how I started working from home. And I never went back. I had a few teaching jobs in that course over the past 20 years but 99, 95% of my life for the past 20 years, I have been working from a corner in my house. I have. So let's see, um, here's what I've learned. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason to any of this. I saw an amazing document. I wanna say it was David Dennis, one of my fellow writers at level.medium.com or another freelancer that I respect. And it had all these rules to put into place so that working from home can be a little bit more um productive for you um one of the first rules is get up you know and do the things like have breakfast put your clothes on take a shower figure out your hair make sure you start your day looking and feeling like you start your day if you're working in an office you don't roll up to the office whew, with your pajamas on and sit down at your desk And get started. You got to prep for the day. That's the first thing I saw. But that's nonsense. For me, that's nonsense. In the 20 years that I've been a freelancer, I've probably actually done that, like, twice. I mean, I feel like that's the best part of working from home. That you don't have to follow those rules. So when I get up in the morning, I get a cup of coffee, and I write in my journal or I get a cup of coffee and I stare at the wall, or I get a cup of coffee and talk to the book. or I get a cup of coffee and get my kid off. Now, the times that I have my child with me, that's different. I got to get up, get dressed, help her get dressed, get the things together, lunch money, blah, 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 let's go. Take her to school, come back, start my day. But she spends a week with me and a week with her dad. So I have two different schedules. If she's with her dad, I'm not doing the things to look presentable. I'm just not. Yes, I think you should, but I'm telling you what I don't do. And I'm 20 years in. So the next thing is you should should not work in your bed. Do not get your laptop and sit in your bed. Bed is for work and for play, whatever that might mean. It is not or, I mean work, I didn't say work, sleep. Bed is for sleeping, not for working. So you should not bring your laptop into your bed and work from there. That is a good rule. Do I put this into play? No, I don't. I work in my bed in my pajamas with my laptop on. Because if I have overslept a bit and I wake up a little later than I should and I have a meeting at one o'clock at level like I do every day, And I have things I need to do before then. I'm going to wake up, drink my coffee, grab my laptop, open it up, and start my day. In my pajamas, in the bed, with my coffee. Is this what you should do? Absolutely not. It's what I do. And I just want to be honest about that so that you don't feel bad about yourself if it does happen that way. I tend to stay up a little bit later than I should, so I get up a little later than I should. And sometimes that means I've got to catch up with the day and it's already started without me. Um, Going to the gym, I have to say, even though I've fallen off on that too, that's something I really push you to do. It helps your sleep cycle and it helps you stay on top of your schedule. And uh, I haven't been going to the gym lately and I feel it, I feel the difference. I'm not sleepy enough at night, um, which means I stay up too late I had this grand idea to watch all of the Marvel movies in release order. I've never, well, we won't talk about the movies I've never seen, but I decided I wanted to do that. So if I can't sleep at night, I'm watching Iron Man 3. That's not healthy. That's not good sleep hygiene. Um, I've switched over to reading, but I don't think you should even be reading. I think you need to get your ass in the bed and go to sleep. But that's also something I struggle with. Um, let's see. What's, what's another rule for working from home that people should do that I probably don't. I'm going to get back to that about what to do if you work from home with someone else who works from home, because that's a whole nother hour. Um, but you Um, did make me think of, uh, oh, eating. Um, yeah, breaks. Um, there should be breaks. There should be regular breaks. There should be Uh, every two hours, you stop, you get some water, you hydrate, you do the things. Or every hour, you stop, you take some walks so that you're not completely um, not counting, you know, count some steps, go outside. Do I do any of these things? Do I take a break every 10 minutes? Do I take a break every hour? Do I take a break every two hours? Or do I work from the moment I wake up until it's time to put it down? Yeah, it's true. I don't take breaks. I should. I should hydrate. I should hydrate. Like every hour or so, I should be at least drinking a glass of water, but I don't. And I know I should, but I don't. So I want you to do that, but also understand that it might not happen. Some of these rules I've seen for homeschooling and work from home have been so pressurizing. Like y'all, um but y'all gonna y'all not gonna make it through the rona if you are putting yourself under the pressures that i've been seeing on these google docs for homeschooling on these memos and articles they're, they're writing about working from home we gotta just chill working from home means that you have to be really gentle with yourself um i saw something that said make sure you still interact with people so if that's a Facebook Live like this, except with other people, or a Zoom conference, or don't get too isolated. That's a good idea. Do I make sure that I'm not too isolated? Nope, I don't. I see the same faces every day, all the time. I don't go visit nobody. I don't go get coffee with nobody. I don't hang out with nobody. Nothing. The last time I saw all my friends in one place was when I had a New Year's Eve party. Does it. Is that good? Is that healthy? No. But is it possible that you might end up where I am? Yes. Um, I think the biggest thing I wanna get across is that I feel like some of the things I've been reading about how to handle children at home and how to handle working from home. I know, Ricardo, I know it's easier said than done. I know, I know, all of this is. But the one thing that's not, hmm, so Leah's here, I love Leah. And she says, make sure you also schedule time out of the house, Rona pendant. I have a teaching gig once a week. So at minimum for me, I made sure I was out of the house on Tuesdays. So Leah, I love it. And I want people to hear you. Leah said, schedule time out of the house. If we're allowed out of the house, that is. Make sure you have something to do that you have to get out of the house. All Leah is saying, if you don't, it's fine too. I'm just saying, she's right. Um, Karen says she's gonna try to she's gonna take a walk today and try to do that every day. I'm gonna raise my hand for this. Although it's not my thing and I wanna isolate, I will go for a walk. Yesterday, me and Molly and the 12-year-old were just like, all right, we gotta go outside. This is ridiculous. The 12-year-old hadn't been outside in like two days. No sun on her face whatsoever. Um, it was the saddest walk you ever want to see. Um And we just walked maybe like a a, a 20th of a mile, like literally just like circled around one block and then came back. Um, Later on in the evening, Molly and I went to the supermarket, did a little shopping. That helped me feel a little bit more human. Um, But in general, I don't even make sure I go for a walk. Gio said, I'm keeping my same schedule as normal. That's what I'm doing. My same schedule is normal, which is a hot ass mess. And only being around the people I live with and doing the things I gotta do. Um, wait, I wanted to say something about what uh, Ricardo said. He said, the danger of isolation is it feels so good. And that's so true. And it's only true to people like me and Ricardo who feel that way. Some people, isolation does not feel good. It feels terrible. They need to be out and about. They need to be with their friends. They need to do stuff. That ain't my portion. And that ain't my ministry. I don't want to be out and about. I want to be home all the time. Um, I have to say this as a writer, nothing has changed. Work hasn't changed at all. Like if anything, it's more intense. I'm writing a book proposal for a certain celebrity. There's no break. They hit me up today like, yo, we know you're there. We know you're doing shit. So where's the proposal? I don't get a break at all. Not. I mean, I'm not trying to say, what was me. I'm very lucky that my, my job still continues. But I am inundated with work right now in a place, in a way that's great, but also kind of frightening because I don't want to turn down any work because who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. So Rita said, someone said, hey, introverts, check on your extrovert friends. We are not okay. I can't, because I'm an introvert. So I'm not checking on y'all, sorry. Y'all can check on each other, because you're extroverts. Um. And Tracy said, even for extroverts, there's just way too much going on. It's true. It is. And I'm in New Jersey. I'm in North Jersey and I don't feel it as much as I fear we might feel it. You know, We've had three deaths in New Jersey as of this morning. Um, My kid is out of school, but so far they're saying just for two weeks. Um, I don't really feel it too much. Like even my partner, work is here. So it's not like someone's leaving a house every day and coming back with reports or whatever. So I only have one tip actually and that's be gentle with yourself. That's really it don't go by what people are saying in google docs don't go by what people are saying on these stories i know they're helpful and if you're the type of person who can do the things there that's great if it doesn't feel like you don't because what they're asking you to do is pick up habits that people don't just pick up like that habits take time so people are writing in stories wake up early every morning like that might not be what you can do everybody can't wake up every morning um, or make sure you eat a healthy breakfast. Like word, where's the breakfast coming from? So make sure I go to the supermarket. Um, I have been devastated because I can't do my online grocery shopping. And Melly always teases me about the fact that I love to Fresh Direct, Hello Fresh, Whole Foods, uh, Peapod. I don't do the grocery store. I don't like the grocery store. It's crowded, it's dirty. I just hate it. I don't like standing in lines. Sometimes. I go to the grocery store with my shopping cart. I got it all the way full and I will push it to the end cap and walk out and go home because I'm so overwhelmed. I either feel like I didn't get enough stuff or I got all this stuff and it's not gonna be enough. And I'm missing the main thing that I need. And then I'm looking at my list and I'm going through and I'm crossing off. It's not for me. I need to sit down at my computer, look at my last order, click on the things I need to replace look at my list for the things I wanna replenish, pick my delivery time, put my card in, and sit back and watch it come to me the next morning between six and 8 a.m. Done. So how do you work from home with other people? So especially for me, I'm used to, I got really spoiled y'all. I've been in my office since June, I think, June, June. late June. And I have really enjoyed having that separation of work work in church and state or work and play or whatever. And this is gonna be different. So it's one thing to now work from home instead of at my office. It's another thing to now do that with other people as well. So Molly and I came up with some rules that we have not enacted yet. Mm -mm, Haven't had to really. Mm -mm. So at some point there will be Quiet hours where everything just has to be quiet, period. Everyone has to find something to do that is super quiet. Um, the second thing is going to be space, space um, which I'm very grateful for because I have space. And I, y'all, if this was my apartment upstairs, might not have made it. I don't know how to. I, Actually, I guess I would've still been risking my life at the office if I was upstairs. Ain't no way. I, mean, I, I was able to come here because there was space for me here. I think you just me the virus Or that, yeah. one of the two. Yeah. We'll get back together in a couple months. Come See on. you later. Don't get sick. Um, yeah, so quiet hours, find your own space. It was something else. Um, maybe, maybe, yeah. And finding the quiet hours will be easy. It's the finding your own space thing that's going to be difficult for me. Because if you tell me, go over there and I'll be over there, I'm just going to go to where you are, period. Like I don't, I don't respect finding your own space. So I have to figure out how to do that. Um, I'll go up there too. There's nowhere you could go that I'm not going to come there and be like, what you doing? i give you five minutes. That's it. Um, what else? so as i was saying to sharita and other folks who've been in the office for a long time please please be gentle with yourselves do not feel like you have to suddenly morph i mean let me say something right now if i had to start a job in an office tomorrow i would be a mess they would be like who is this weird girl hoarding all the staplers?" like i would be a mess um I feel like I should. Can you pass me my planner? I I guess it might be a good time. I only have 10 minutes left to talk about organizational things because it's not just about what you eat and where you sleep and where you work exactly. I am a lot more organized than I let on, I think. I think that is here is the cornerstone of my organizational process. Molly, did I talk about this planner? Yes. Well, the one that you made. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is my Bible, and this goes with me anywhere I'm working. So if I'm going to the office, I bring it with me. If I'm home, I bring it with me. If I'm gonna go someplace else, a cafe, or whatever. Like this is the cornerstone of my entire existence. And if you work from home, you're probably gonna need something like this because working from home doesn't always mean home. At some point, if we're allowed to leave our houses. You might be going to a cafe, or you might be just going to a friend's house or something, but you'll need some kind of way to stay organized. So this particular planner, I made it myself online. This company allows you to drop in, choose the pages that you want to include. So hear me out on this one, because I know this is going to sound a little far-fetched. This is the month, and yes, it's color-coded. Don't judge me. I uh, I color-code my journal. The kids got her own color. I have my own color. Different types of work have their own color, et cetera. So one thing I hated about most journals is that after the month, you automatically have a week. And they have a week pages and a week page. I don't use week pages. That was always a waste of time for me because I don't look at my journal. I don't need to see my schedule for the week. I just need to see my schedule for the month and my schedule for the day. You would never believe how hard it is. Hi, Chris. I love you. You would never believe how hard it is to find a planner that just gives you a month and then you figure out the rest. And you would never believe how hard it is to find a calendar that lets you put as much free pages in the back as you want. Look at this, y'all. Look. This is all blank. These are all, I have like 300 blank pages in here. And that way, if I go to a meeting, I can take paper, take notes in the back and I don't have a separate notebook on top of my planner. That's what's always killed me my whole life. Is having a planner and then a notebook and then a meeting book and blah, blah, da. No. So a couple of months ago, someone lost my daily planner and I was in tears and I never found it. And I realized then I can only have one planner, one big ass planner that I won't lose and I don't have to do. Um, I'm gonna just say it, it's Agendio, A-G-E-N-D-I-O. Tell them I sent it. As a matter of fact, yes, please, because when you order one, they ask you, how did you learn about us? And there's a little place where you can put a referral for me, so do that. Maybe I'll get a discount or something. Um, so I don't need, yes, Karen, I do need, I use Google Calendar, like, for real, but I'll come back to digital. So here's my month, and after my month is my days. I'll just do my to-do list for my days. I decide what's happening. I don't like weeks. It's just, it's not good for me. Um, and then we go to February. Now, don't laugh at me because... Mully was like completely in hysterics the first time he saw this. If you are old like me, or you just have poor eyesight like me, look at the numbers here. Who? Who is looking? Who can see these numbers? Be fair. Why don't you show me the numbers I got? I can't see those numbers. So I just used to deal with it. But then I saw on Amazon, you can buy vinyl little stick. Come on, y'all. You know that's dope. And then I gotta be extra. I put like a little circular thingy on there. I put a circular, oh, people are listening to this too. I put a circular sticker and then I put the number on top of it. So it's silver and blue. Look at that. Isn't that cute? So I put all of this on there and then the next day, day by day by day. Don't give me your week. It's a waste of my time day by day. And you know what, guys? Sometimes I my notebook gets left out for whatever reason. And the 12-year-old will pick it up and she'll just draw random things on my notebook. Those people are head their heads inside of her glasses. And I just like having them there. Go away. Not you. You sit. You
1: just
0: told him to go away. No, you. God, you, have. you, not him. You. Um. So here we are. This is March. This is March. As you can see, March is kind of empty. Not a lot of meetings. Not a lot of stuff going on. External, but work itself is. Still moving right along. This is my task for today, March 18th. Um, And that's what I'm going to do. So you can use a GNDL. There are other make-your-own-planner situations. So you can use those as well. Um, Ghana's on it. She's on it. Um, Yeah, she's good. She's good. I wish I could take some credit for it. Like She's a great writer, and I take credit for that. But the art thing, it's all dad, No me at all. Um. So that's that. I have one last thing I want to ask. One of the things I want to do, this is totally off topic, but maybe it's not. Um. One of the things I want to do while I am quarantined. Thank you, Sadiqa. I am so glad I got my nails done before all this went down, y'all. Because I'm liking the... The extraness of my nails. Vegas is on lockdown, so I'll be home for 30 days. Lord, Serena. Maybe we need to all be every day. No, never mind. Forget I said that. Can't do it. Um, So, I wanna learn how to apply makeup. That's many, all I wanna learn how to apply makeup. So, if you know of a makeup artist who will be willing to walk me through something, through FaceTime, all I'm looking for is how to do a light, natural beat. I want to use like Fenty. I want to know the right brushes to start off with. I have nothing. I have a bunch of lipsticks and um, like one sponge brush that I use for concealer. But I like to use this time. I've always wanted to learn how to properly makeify up my face. And that could be fun to do. So maybe I could take a class with someone online Makeup artists, I would imagine, um, are limited into what they're able to do right now. So this might be a great opportunity for them as well. Um, oh, you too, Karen? Ooh, what if it was a group class, Karen? <gasps> Tracy too, we're doing it. It's gonna be a Zoom class. Somebody find us a makeup artist. Karen, Tracy, and Aaliyah are already in. Tell us what to get. And I wanna, this is how simple I need it to be. I need the woman to say, okay, pick up your sponge. Do like this, go like that. Like I want step by step. I don't want these YouTube videos, so don't tell me to watch YouTube. Those people are already experts. I wanna know why the spongy thing is important, why I can't just use my finger. I wanna know how to make my eyebrows look like something. I wanna know the basics and I don't want to learn how to put glitter up here. I wanna watch that, but I'm not doing that. I wanna make sure that my makeup is not covering up my freckles because I actually like my freckles. So to all that may be listening, if anyone knows a makeup artist that would like to teach a Zoom class with some grown women grown women who don't have the supplies, don't have the product, but get left behind with these super crazy YouTube videos. Like my kid, my oldest daughter, she's great. She does her own face all the time and she's been doing makeup since she was like 14, but she still shoots the mark for me. Cause when I say to her, but why would I put mascara on these lashes? It doesn't even, you know, remedial. Thank you, Deb. We need a remedial makeup class. And we will come up with the right fee. All of us are willing to pay, I'm sure, for this makeup artist's time. Um, I think it could be kind of fun. And it's a way for us to interact. So it still goes back to what should we do from as work-at-home people. Karen, Karen needs this, y'all. She's in Vegas. They're locked down for 30 days. And she's been in the office for 24 years. She needs this. We all do. So fan out, figure it out. I'm going to contact two of the women. I've only had my face beat by three people in my entire life. Um, And all of them were so good that I never branched out. But now they're all far apart, and I can't. I'm going to find. So I have a holy grail woman that I would love to use. Beat face honey. I love beat face honey. You think she would do it, though? I feel like she's too advanced for us. Lauren, don't you think she might be too advanced for someone who gets lipstick on her fingers just trying to put some lipstick on? I don't know. Okay. All right. Ghana, can you fan out on that? And Lauren, am I crazy to ask you to reach out to Beatface Honey and explain to her what's happening here? Um, and then DM me and tell me what she says. All right, bye, y'all. Be safe. Thank you. I'll see you next week.